0: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I've got the lovely Dr. Ava Cadell, a clinical sexologist and leading authority on love, relationships, intimacy, and sex. We'll be talking about all these topics and more and even answering some of your emails. Thanks for listening. Okay, I've been throwing out a few mentions here and there about how I received a Sibian in the mail because we were just getting to know each other. I wasn't really ready to get into it, but now I'm ready to spill the beans. This thing will change your sex life. You may think you know all about the Sibian, but forget what you've heard because it's so different from any other sex product you've seen before. In fact, it's so much more than just a sex toy. The Sibian is a full-on sexual experience, one that you can enjoy solo or with a partner. For one thing, it's the only sex product with a unique, mountable design that simulates the feel of riding a partner during the women-on-top position. And the cool thing about the Sibian is that each woman has the power to customize her experience every time she uses it and make it work for her. There's 11 different attachments you can choose from. They have, like, ones that look like a penis. They have different clitoral ones. They have a finger-shaped one. Whatever you're into. All this is to provide you with a variety of orgasms to choose from right? How? Doesn't sound bad, does it? There's no limit to the ways you can experience a Sibian, and each machine is as unique as the woman riding it. And also, women who have trouble reaching orgasm during intercourse, I know there's a lot of you out there, Sibian could be the secret to unlocking your orgasmic potential. So repeated rides on the Sibian can actually train your body to orgasm, making it easier to experience multiple O's and increased sexual response with a partner. And because of the unique design of the Sibian, once you learn how to orgasm with it, you transfer that experience to sex with your partner. Get it? So you learn, like, how you move and what you like, and then you do that with your partner. It's super cool. Oh, have I mentioned how it will also be hot for your partner to watch you? Watch you play with it? Watch you ride it? You guys can make out. It's a little foreplay. And this testimonial from the Sibian website says it all. My husband and I have been married for 17 years, and I always thought our sex life was okay. But I didn't get too excited about it. My first time on the Sibian, I can hardly describe the feeling I had when my body just exploded. It was just unreal what happened to me. I soon realized that at age of 38 with Sibian, I had my first orgasm ever. I've now started having orgasms while making love to my husband, and I have Sibian to thank, thank you, Joan in Texas. So, to hear what other customers have to say about their sex life-changing Sibians, or to order your own customized Sibian today, visit Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. And as a special treat for all my listeners, you get seventy-five dollars off your first order with code Emily seventy-five. That's Emily seventy-five at Sibian.com. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts, sign up our mailing list. Every day, we are uploading our website. We're uploading videos, changing our website. We've got vlogs. We've got information for you. So take a gander. Check out Sex with Emily. And we're also relaunching a new site in a few weeks. Menace, you didn't know that, did you? I'm here with Menace.
1: Yeah, you haven't told me about any new site I know.
0: Usually, I wrangle you into it. I know. Like... But you're not at all. But I am going to have your bio on there because that wasn't on my last one. And I asked you to send me stuff and you didn't. Yeah. You yeah. should know
1: everything about me. We've known each other for 10 years. Bio. I could write a bio a bio about you. Yeah, that's true.
0: Thanks. I'd be afraid. I'd, probably I'd have feel to loved.
1: It. No, thank you. What? I'm just kidding. Hard
0: I about. love you. I do. It's good to see you. <laughs> yeah. And um, we have a lovely guest here. Dr. Dr. Eva Goodell. Um, she's a clinical sexologist and she has, has founded Sexpert.com, and you see patients as well as a therapist and she has Lavalogy University and we run a lot of the same circles, we like a lot of the same things, and I'm for so long I've wanted on the show, and we just had to actually get to dinner last week and got to know each other a little better. And I'm so glad you're here because she knows everything and more about sex and relationships. So thank you for being here. Thank
2: you for having me, Emily. Yeah, it's a it's pleasure. wonderful.
1: Now, how, how do you make a name for yourself in uh, this biz?
2: Well, you do exactly what Emily does. You get mm-hmm. on TV shows. Like this week, I'm on Kendra on Top. I did a, uh-huh. I took Kendra and Hank on an intimacy retreat to help their marriage. And you write books. I've written nine books. And, you know, you just put yourself out there. Help as many people as you can to have the best sex of their lives. Right, Emily? Yes,
0: exactly. That's what we do. So yeah. tell them because men loves. Real so you were on Kendra on top. Can yeah, we talk yeah, about that? Yeah, I
2: definitely that? know everything about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so how did you, what's the intimacy retreat? Like, what happened? Well, so last week on, to, on Friday, you saw me go to their home to evaluate them to see if they were even ready to go on to the intimacy mm-hmm. retreat. Well, they were, although she was, you know, worried that it was going to be too cheesy for her. And the thing is that actually Kendra hates to hug and kiss. And Hank loves intimacy more than Kendra. Mm. So they both agreed to come to my weekend intimacy retreat, which is airing this Friday. I can't tell you too much, but it's very volatile. Mm -hmm. I brought in a couple of my other colleagues, like Dr. Hernando Chavez. Love
0: Hernando Chavez.
2: And I brought in a lady called Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, who did some couples yoga with them and tantric massage with them. But I really worked hard on their communication and their boundaries. And there's been a lot of, you know, lack of trust in their relationship. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, what, I my intention was to get them to fall madly in love with each other all over again. So you got to watch it to see. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see. But that's what you do anyway, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Sure,
1: I'm sure if people, if, if they miss the episode, they can just uh, get on Google and stream it somewhere. Or exactly. Like iTunes. Yeah.
2: But that's yeah. amazing. So because you also, you see patients as well. in your practice. I do. So you- I have a wonderful private practice, both one in West Hollywood and one in Malibu. And I just love helping singles, couples, triads, all kinds of people just really connect and, and have intimacy. I mean, a lot of people don't even know what intimacy means, never mind experience it. Well, what's your definition of intimacy? What's yours, Emily? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. no, but I think you're right. I mean, I think that people, think, like, oh, go, we're intimate,
0: we hang out all, the- right. they think it's like time spent together, or they think it's like we've you know, been living together for 10 years, but you could do all those things and not have any intimacy. Yeah. So so intimacy, a typical client, maybe, if they are having intimacy issues, how would you?
2: So I break down the word phonetically in to me see and it's really about showing your partner who you are from the inside out it's not about you know sex necessarily although that can be nice as part of it but it's about connecting on a mind body heart even spiritual way to take your relationship to another level where you are best friends, you respect each other, you trust each other, you have great communication and lots and lots of sex.
0: That's great, that's exactly, that's what, but I feel like, I always say like, I think every couple needs therapy, and then after that they probably, I mean, <laughs> if, in, if not even just regular therapy, they probably need sex therapy. Because, I th- you know, we all know that what happens when you're in relationships for a while, people can struggle with that, so. Why,
1: why do you think they, everyone always, I mean, a lot of people need a third person to talk to.
0: About, I mean, about are they
1: just is the thing, it's just, they're just so afraid to talk to each other that they feel more comfortable that they need a third party?
2: No, because they blame each other. And when there's a third person who's qualified like we are, we can see both sides and we can sort of be a mediator. We can say, okay, what do you love about each other? What do you love? What would you like to improve in your relationship? Now, what are your deal breakers? Okay, now let's negotiate. Exactly, that's what yeah. they can't do
0: on their own. And a lot of times couples are having the same mm.
2: arguments over
0: and over again. and They're like, I talked to you know, like that caller we had, you know, on another show, we were starting to take calls. So check us out on Twitter and our website we will be telling you how to call in. But we did a show with callers recently and, and, and they're just like, well, I've tried. Don't you hear this all the time? Well, I already told her. I told him what I needed and we talked about it like once. But they just can't break through with each other. So it helps to have someone else who can look at both sides
2: and be like, okay. Mm -hmm. But
0: even then, it can be hard to get Well, yeah,
2: because you might tell your partner something, but they don't hear exactly what you want them to hear. Either you're using your right brain hemisphere, they're using their left brain hemisphere, or there's anger or resentment, and they're just not listening. So there's all kinds of problems that happen when you live with someone for a long time. I know. So what would you say? Because
0: I don't work directly with couples and stuff. So is there anything that you think, I know you see probably a lot of different kinds of people, couples, and individuals, but is there a specific tool or exercise that you think is probably one that works the best for people who are trying to reconnect? Because that that is a top question I get asked too. People are like, how can we bring it back? Can we get the spark back? Is there like some things that you do that you think are, you know, that have always worked or that work a lot of the times or walk me through that process?
2: There's one exercise which I did with Kendra and Hank to see if they really were qualified for the intimacy retreat, and that is to exchange roles. So Kendra had to become Hank and mm-hmm. emulate his body language and his voice, and then he, <laughs> and then he became her, and I said, okay, yeah. I want you to have a conversation about why you think it's a good idea and then to Hank, do this. And then
1: Hank probably finally became the alpha in the relationship <laughs> interesting, interesting yeah, she no she's totally the alpha in the relationship yes and that's yeah. one
2: of the things I did in the retreat I said now it's Hank on top
1: mm-hmm, yeah definitely <laughs> and right. she
2: liked that that so, turned so she, her on mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting because a lot of times there are
0: women who are more in their, their masculine and so it was kind of playing with those energies not that
1: she's masculine but you know no, but in her masculine like, energy yeah that she yeah takes doesn't take any shit you know
2: right exactly so that that's really cool but that's a good exercise just pretend you know change roles and have a conversation about something um but you must have a happy ending that's the only rule <laughs> it's got to be win-win
0: no pun intended or pun yeah, intended yeah, pun intended exactly. of course okay speaking of happy ending
2: yeah well
0: orgasms kind of okay so i have a question for you i know that you've talked about nipple orgasms breast orgasms extensively and so during masturbation month, which was May, I decided that I was going to have a goal for myself and that I wanted to have a nipple orgasm, breast orgasm. And I really? i got really busy. <laughs> you weren't here when I talk about this? I didn't achieve it, Ava. I fell short on my goal. And you I'm should wondering... should called me, I Emily. Know, now I know.
2: What are friends for but to help with nipple orgasms? <laughs>
1: Will now, you when me? you're helping people, that nipple orgasms, are you like, are they busting out their breasts in front of you, and you're showing them? Yeah, do like, you
2: do hands on nipples? That that hands-on? Actually, She's I so don't. Hot, I actually, like. I don't. But oh, for really? Emily, I would. She yeah. would. She could with
1: nipples. I mean, we can do it right now. No one's watching. That'd be a
2: good show. Yeah. Um. But what
0: what do you recommend? Because it is a very common. Like they say, it's the second most common orgasm or Yeah, you, Yeah. But like.
2: Talk to me about well, it. Well, you've, you've got to get into the mood. You've got to get into a juicy frame of mind and fantasize or watch porn or whatever it is you do. Get a bubble bath, eat chocolate. I don't know. Have a man giving, going down on you while you're doing it. Whatever yeah, it Or takes. Vi- even a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Or oh, gonna, even yeah. a vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> even. <laughs> a sex toy will do it too. But for a woman, sex begins between the ears before it can go anywhere. And then have the intention. And your intention is to have your first nipple orgasm. Right. And uh, don't be in a rush, because I know you're always in a rush. <laughs> I know. She's always multitasking. Totally. You can't do that when you want to have an orgasm. That's my problem, you think? Okay, so nipple, but just start touching. I mean, do you think any woman can have one? Um, I think any woman can have a nipple orgasm, just like any woman can have a G-spot orgasm, but not every woman wants it or needs it. Right.
0: It just was my goal. And I yeah. honestly
2: I didn't work that hard on it. Like, if I
0: really wanted it, it might have happened, but I'm just, I got busy. I got
2: distracted. You, you right. It wasn't a priority. But had you wanted one, and for next time, what I recommend is using something wet, like, like some lube. lube or even your own saliva and putting it on your nipples. And as I said, watch something really sexy. So, what turns you on? What gets you into a juicy frame of mind? I guess, um, probably w-
0: watching porn. Watching, like, you know, I like, you know, lesbian porn, female, female porn, like, women going down on other chicks. Okay, so there you go. I've been trying to watch more porn. Like, the guy I'm dating is more into, like... BDSM, bondage porn, which is really hot, too. I actually don't even make a lot of time to watch porn, but that's been a new goal of mine as well, because usually I'll just, like, knock one out like a dude. <laughs> but I'm focusing on, you know, doing more of that, porn, reading. It's research. Watch. You have I, to is do research. it, I know. Emily. And yeah. I, but for so long, I wasn't making time for what I actually do, which is, you know, now I think I'm at the place where I, I can, so...
2: But that's a okay. Because
0: like I have so many toys, try so many things to do. You do. But you know, we do
2: teach what we need to learn the most. I I know. mean, I'm in this business because I had a very repressed upbringing. Did with you? I was going to ask how you in got into it. Really? Orphanage and blah, blah, blah. Yes, absolutely.
0: So how did you first get into this?
2: Well, through adversity. I had the worst upbringing, bad relationships, abusive, horrible. I hit rock bottom and, wow. you know, felt suicidal and didn't know about love or sex or romance or anything. And so I really think it was my destiny to become a sexologist and overcome all the guilt and shame that God, was so much of that. programmed into my head. And so,
0: So yeah. through doing this work, you learned that. So what about like
2: masturbation? Did you masturbate growing up? I did, but I felt guilty about it. I used to be, you know, humping my pillow <laughs> and so afraid somebody would come in and... Which made it more exciting,
0: <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Because I never did any. I mean, I wasn't really repressed, but I didn't have an experience like with sex or with masturbation or anything. So through your work, you learned more about just accepting yourself and
2: and loving yourself. I mean, masturbation is a great form of self love and is, acceptance. It is so important. It is People whether you're in don't... a relationship or not. I think everybody should masturbate, right? Exactly, at least once a day. Once okay. a day. Once a week. God, that's what I'm doing after this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, okay, so maybe we can get some emails. Do you want to help me answer some sure, emails from the would people Sure, we'd love here? to. Okay. Oh, this is perfect. All right. I didn't even mean for you to serve this up already. It's about sexual guilt. Dear Emily, I'm a 20-year-old girl, and I just lost my virginity about a month ago. I'm not in a relationship right now, so the two people I have had sex with I was not romantically involved with, and I can't shake this guilty, awful feeling. What is your advice for overcoming sexual guilt and anxiety? Also... Unprotected sex while on birth control. Is it worth it? Thanks so much for your time. Your podcast is helping me gain a more positive outlook on sex. Love, Carly. What do you think about that? Overcoming it's kind of what we talked well, about. Well, I think Carly
2: probably regrets having sex with the people she did have sex with. And she did it unprotected. So I think the guilt is actually warranted a little bit. But, you know, she can't beat herself up too much. She's got to learn from from her lessons. I don't think there's any mistakes. I think they're just lessons. I agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. So next time, I would say next time, make sure that you have, you know, an intention when you have sex with no regrets, no matter what happens. And definitely practice safe sex.
1: Yeah, definitely don't have sex again with somebody that you're, you don't care yes. about. Yes, she's on the
0: pill, mm-hmm. though, but still, she's, uh-huh. she's on the pill, but she you gotta use you guys you gotta use That's condoms you not, gonna protect it it's not gonna protect it from STDs exactly I don't I just feel like there is such a stigma still and it's like people yeah. just use condoms like you then, you then you get an STD you know what, what? what's better like what's worse right you wanna walk around with like get pregnant and have an STD or just like wear yeah. a condom and believe me people they're not like I think that they get such a bad rap but there's so many amazing condoms out there now that actually feel really good and they're no, different No, the blonde want,
1: kid like, from Charles in Charge has, just came out yeah, you know that TV show Charles and Charles? Yeah, like 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah no, totally. but you know, it was just in news this week that he uh, that he has HIV now, and he was telling everybody that like, dude, you have to make sure you're, you're protected while you're out there having yeah. sex casually.
0: Right. Yeah, you do. Um. Yeah. And Carly, thank you for writing and just like pinpoint where these feelings are coming from. If she was raised like you know religious background, whatever it is, you got to work through them. People think like they can just repress them, and obviously like through your work, you even learned to to get through your. Look where you are now.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think she should overcome her guilt and shame by saying, okay, this is my lesson. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. I didn't do anything that, to How hurt we... anybody. And it's okay to have a one-night stand as long as you don't have regrets.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But it sounds like she wasn't, wasn't really ready for it. No. Okay. So we'll do another... Uh... Did you have a question? Look like you were gonna No no me. no I
1: was I was waiting for the Okay. The next oh, and email. thanks
0: everyone for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I love hearing from you. And also it's you got they're doing a good job. Name, age, and Lo- where you live. Location. Location. Nice. Yeah. They love it. They I mean, they to you never have
1: to give us the real name. Oh no, no, they forgot the other one. What's the other one? How do you listen to the podcast? How do you listen? Do you listen on sexemily.com? Do you download the podcast on iTunes? Do you use uh, Podcast One Stitcher,
0: right? There's so um, many great apps, so many
1: different places that you can listen to the podcast. Yeah, we how know. do you listen to it
0: exactly. And I also want to thank uh, Dr. Ava Cadell for being here. And let's just tell people where they can find you because I don't know if we did. It's uh, the best place is avacadell.com, correct? Or A V A C A D E L. Yep, avacadell.com works. It's all on our website or sexpert.com. Sexpert.com and then Twitter and Facebook. I'm just. Want to shout out you out here? Just Do you have all that stuff? So I have all that. Okay. Um, we'll put it all on our site as well. i was just looking for it in here, but it is at Dr. Ava Cadell on Twitter. Okay. Just going to keep going here. Just like right. to, you know, help people out here. Keep going. Ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Staring at me. Okay. Hi, Emily. I'm a new listener, only about six months, but I love your show. And he listens through Podcast One. Um, on my third bottle of Down Under Com- Oh, he's on his third bottle of Down Under Comfort. I love it. Best ever. I purchased Promescent, but I haven't been able to use it yet. Boo. Uh, I'm 48 and my lady is 49. We've been dating for about three years now. Sex was fantastic in the beginning, but now maybe once or twice a month. When we do have sex, I'm always the one who's asking and trying to make it work. I recently told her that I believe sex is very important in a relationship and can help with stress, anxiety, and an overall mood booster and intimacy. She tells me that she really doesn't care that much for sex anymore and asks, well, what would you do if I was physically or mentally unable to have sex? Um, How do you answer a question like that? Thanks for all your help, Alan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, long-term relationship. Mm. Well, they've been dating for three years, 48, 49, once or twice a month having sex, and it's just mismatched libidos, which is very, very common. I'm sure, Dr. Eva, you see a lot of people like that.
2: Yeah, it's definitely that. But also, I think there's some issues in the relationship. You know, there's obviously resentments, anger towards Alan from his partner that need to be... Dealt with, there need to be some communication solutions and, um, you know, to find out why she's not interested. Right. Could be sex drive at 49. What do you? It could be hormonal, but when you really love somebody, you still have intimacy even right. if you don't have intercourse you can cuddle you can have oral pleasure you can do massages I mean there's so much foreplay you can engage in yeah but I I feel there's a disconnect between the two people here
0: right and there might be something else going on again the issues sometimes there's like stress in the relationship they haven't talked about
1: yeah why are these conversations so hard to have They're
2: so hard because They're so it's hard like to we're have. not tr- we're not trained exactly nobody tells you how to talk intimately or erotically uh, you know nobody tells us that we nobody. have to find out or listen to emily Yeah. Listen to sex mm-hmm. with emily. Sex, yes. Yeah. we yeah, say,
1: just talk to them just talk to them and then it's like i'm trying to figure out the setting and the situation well,
2: you
0: that's a really you good know? point because i actually realized earlier this year i've been doing this for 10 years and i was like god i'm just like you know my whole thing is like communication is a lubrication and then i just realized like i'm like talk to your partner It's not that easy. So then I actually did a few shows like Sex Scripts. Do you remember we did that? Mm -hmm. We read like, okay, this is, we like did a role play. But it's really, I just say it's like ripping off a band-aid. But really, like how do you, there is no perfect time, place. I mean, you definitely don't want to do it in the bedroom, but it's like anything in life, you practice, you just start talking about it, like it doesn't have to be perfect. And once you have the conversation going, you know, hopefully that will get you places in your relationship.
2: Right. And there's different ways that are more effective than others. So yeah, for let's example, talk about it. stating your desires is much more effective than asking permission or telling your partner you don't like something. So for example, you could state your desire by saying, you know, I really want to make love to you this weekend, and I just want it to be amazing, and you can have your orgasm first, and I just want to be the best lover you've ever had. That's my desire. That's stating your desire. Exactly. As, that opposed sounds to say, hot. as opposed to saying, we never have sex anymore, and you're always too busy, and blah, 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 blah. Or asking permission, oh, please, you know, can we have sex this weekend? It's been so long. That's not sexy. That's, that's so
0: not sexy, right. and that's how most people have it. They're like, when we haven't had sex in six months since there was snow on the ground. I Can't remember what. No one. That's that's not an incentive. That's not a motivator for people at all. No, in it makes negative. people feel defensive. It's
2: like well, it's not my fault. It's your fault. No, right, it's exactly. Not my fault.
0: But then the last thing they're going to do is like give you a blowjob when you talk yeah, about like that, right? Definitely. So, not even a hand job. Not even hand job. I do love hand
1: the jobs. Hand jobs are a waste of time. But no, they're not.
0: Yeah. Menace and I have had a debate for ten years about hand
2: jobs. You can combine. Hand and mouth.
1: I know, but I'm talking solo hand jobs. Waste of time. I mean, a guy will take one. You know what I'm saying? Because we're desperate. just mix it up. But mix it up. I they will think... ultimately just want a blowjob, but they'll take the hand.
2: I've job. never heard a man say that before. That a hand job is a waste of time. Well, they're
1: just. I mean, they're, I'm just being honest, and I'm speaking for all men here. Uh, <laughs> you are <laughs> not speaking for all men. That yes, we will take a hand job, but we. Hundred thousand percent, we would prefer a blowjob over hand job. It's an appetizer,
0: then leaving into it. I was yeah. never saying that that one should stand alone. No, we're not going to get into it. It's yeah, been a ten-year debate. We used to get. It's literally the most emails we've ever received on, in in our entire life was about the hand job mm. debate. It became a whole. We had T-shirts. No, we bought <laughs> billboards. Yeah. Um, okay, but first, uh, speaking of um, the most popular thing we've ever talked about, I have to tell you about. A product that, um, well, I always talk about products on the show that will improve your sex life, and now I have to tell you about a product that has improved my sex life and literally changed my life. And I talked about it in the show. We did a review of this product, and I've never, except for the handjob debate, received so many emails from my listeners who were so excited about it because we were giving one away. They wanted to win one. They wanted to know more about it. And this is called the Intensity by Pour Moi. And it's kind of like, you know, I always talk about the benefits of Kegel exercises. I have an iPhone app called Kegel Camp, but how many of us really do them? Like who remembers to do them? And even if we do them once in a while, like when we're at a stoplight, and I remember Ava, we were having dinner last week, and I've told this so many times, you remember to do them when you're on the phone, talking to someone, you need a trigger. You link it in when she's on the phone, she's like, I'll do my Kegel exercise, which is so great, you know? But a lot of people just don't remember. And also you're like ah, five minutes am i doing them right a lot of people don't do them right so now there's a product that actually does your kegel exercises for you and gives you mind-blowing orgasms the intensity is a revolutionary intimate health and stimulation device it takes all the confusion out of kegels you literally have to lie back and let it do them for you it's a vibrator and a kegel exerciser it's the only device that it combines pleasure with pelvic floor toning, toning, which is so important for men and women, but especially for women, well, this toy is for women, that women who have a weak pelvic floor experience urinary incontinence. You know, you sneeze, you pee. Um, you can also have, learn to have stronger orgasms and um, more frequent orgasms. This toy targets your G-spot and clitoris. It uses gentle electrostimulation to contract your vaginal muscles. It's it blows my mind, and I have like kegels of steel right now, i got to tell you. Um, so check it out, you guys. Um, experts are calling Intensity the only intimate health product every woman needs. This is an orgasm game changer. Go to PourMoi.com. That's p-o-u-r-m-o-i.com.
2: Okay, so Ava, I know we talked about this at dinner as well. You have also tried the Intensity, correct? I have. I've used it myself, and I've had a lot of clients who have come to see me who say that actually the intensity has literally changed their lives. Um, for example, a woman who had a baby, and after childbirth, she said her vagina was just very loose, and her husband wasn't happy. Mm. And the lot the the t- the of women have this concern. Yeah, and, right, yeah. but you know what? He was smart. He told her that he wasn't happy. He told her why. And she came to see me, and we found the perfect solution, which was the intensity and she used it religiously every day, um, I think for the first three weeks, and then she used it once a week, and within three months she said that she had the tightest feeling, and so did he during sex. And her muscles were incredibly strong, and she just felt like a new woman. It was, she said, it's like plastic surgery for my vagina, it, but it's all natural. Exactly,
0: that's the thing. And now, you know, you've heard of this, like right? women getting like labioplasty mm, and yeah. stuff to make tighter. The problem with that is that it's just cosmetic. So it goes back to so it goes back to where it was, but with this, it actually strengthens from the inside. And so many women, just yeah, they experience it after childbirth. It's just when you get older, the, as you age, your just muscles get all they, everything gets looser and
2: drops, and that's really cool. So it actually felt just as tight. So yeah, yeah, no, she she and even like, wrote to me and thanked me profusely, and I forwarded it on to the company. Oh, that's because... so funny. I mean, I I feel like and for me, because I I. I actually, it's become part of, like, my daily ritual. I
0: love it. Like, I sit back in my bed. It's, like, five to ten minutes I do it. And I, I mean, I really, I feel like my orgasms have gotten stronger. I'm more, like, wanting sex more often. And it also is a vibrator at the end. So it's, like, my little bonus. Like, I have an orgasm. It's cool. Menace like, what?
1: Yeah, pelvic no, floor. I'm listening. You've been, you've been pimping out the pep, uh, pelvic floor for a while. Well, yeah, that's yeah. why, yeah.
0: My iPhone app, too, because it reminds you to do mm. it. So, um, but you should do yours, too, Menace. It's important for men, Kegel exercises as well. Definitely helps men with premature
2: ejaculation. Mm -hmm. um, Helps men, same thing. Like just keep your erection for longer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, impress your partner. But you know what's unusual about the product is that it does not only strengthen your, you know, your pelvic floor muscles, but it also can give you pleasure, and that's unusual. That's what's really cool. It's shaped like a rabbit, vibe. Yeah, I mean, it's not a sex toy. It really is a sexual health enhancement product. But yeah, that it does have this rabbit vibe that goes on the clitoris, so it can stimulate the 8,000 nerve fibers in the clitoris. Exactly. And one client I had, I gave it to who had never had an orgasm before, ever. And, you know, a lot of women haven't. I think it's about 15% of women right now that I know from the last statistic that have never had an orgasm, maybe because of lack of the right kind of stimulation, or fear, or trauma, right. or, you know, they're mad at their partner, whatever it is. But this is quite a powerful product that That's can help amazing. those women.
0: Yeah, it's great. So you do,
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I love it,
0: clearly. Mm. <laughs> I get very excited. Um, but but, Ava, so do you have a lot of women who come to you who have never had orgasms or pre-orgasmic? And...
2: I do. I have a lot of women who are in emotional and physical pain, literally, because of some kind of, uh, you know, sexual dysfunction. And actually, there's 43% of women under, no, well, over 20 and under 80 who have something that's causing pain right? yeah I mean dryness or um, hormonal changes or pain during intercourse or or there's some issue and women are just desperate for help I know
0: and they they really do feel I mean women don't talk about the pain either or like they suffer through the pain Mm -hmm, during during mm -hmm. intercourse and it makes them just want to stop and they don't and there could be so many reasons for it but they often don't get the help or talk to their doctors about it or anything.
2: Right. They don't feel worthy. And then as you just said, yeah, a lot of women don't talk to their male gynecologist. And my gynecologist sends me his patients because he says I'm better qualified than he is to talk <laughs> you, to women, you know, about their vaginas.
0: Right. Exactly. What other, what kind of things else do you recommend to the, Like, What's your like favorite toys right now? Is there anything great that you really like or that you're excited
2: about? I mean, I, I just love... The variety of toys—it's sort of like dessert. Mm-hmm. You can't just have one. Right. Um, I know. But I, I have do, a house full, right. household. Full. But yeah. I like the toys that can, you know, stimulate different erogenous zones—from the nipples to the clitoris to the perineum to the C spot, the A spot, the U spot, the G spot. <laughs> All <laughs> you know those other spots minus? Yeah,
1: there's so many different uh, toys out there now. It's so insane. Like we a couple weeks ago, we had somebody in there, and they're talking about like a uh electric current right? oh yeah all the electro stimulations
0: electric cur- i know there's stuff. right exactly like uh yeah. jimmy jane hello touch
2: makes the one now that you get the electro currents that your body plus no yeah. orgasm, whatever you're into there's so That's many options the, there is now when i travel around the world lecturing i usually take toys that don't look like toys like you know i vibrator lipsticks and vibrator mascaras and like little vibrator rings right. with bullets because i get stopped you know, they search <laughs> right. my mm-hmm. suitcase, and if I have phallic-looking toys, they take them away. Uh. Yeah, imagine, I hate when that happens. I hate, I, when they, they, so, I hate when they. So I am a fan of things that are really creative, that, and especially if you have kids, you don't want to have a giant dildo hanging around. No, you really don't. No,
0: the kids always find that goddamn giant dildo. And your
2: dog would love sex toys.
1: Oh yeah, she would. I've been love trying it to give
0: him one day. forever. He won't. He won't. He won't do it. <laughs> so, what are some of the top questions? Like, you've you've been a sexologist for a while now. I've been doing this for ten years. How do you think the conversation has changed? Have you noticed anything like in the last five years that there's, like all of a sudden there's all these questions about blank that you think are coming your
2: way? Well, I think people are more open. I think men especially are now asking for help. You know now that it's uh, the new millennium, before I think women would come by themselves, but now men want to come and see the sexologist too and be empowered. They finally admit they don't know everything.
0: right exactly.
2: Yeah. so they want to well, know I don't more know about, about. pleasing. All that, but, you know. Yeah, they want to know how to please their partner because really men are very simple creatures. They just want their partner to be happy. Yes. and a lot of women don't know how to express what they need sexually so what if a woman
0: doesn't know how to do okay let's say because I think though there's a lot of women who listen to this who are like I don't even know what I want like I don't know I've been having sex the same way do you have like questions you ask them specifically like to break it down like a woman who's like I don't even know like we've just been having sex and I'm bored or I'm I don't never you know Yeah,
2: I mean, I ask a woman, you know, do you want romantic pleasure? Do you want wild, kinky pleasure? Do you want quickies? Do you want, you know, long production? So, yeah, I try to find out what turns her on mentally.
0: Because all, right? Because it between. all
2: begins between the ears. And then I always tell a woman, make love to yourself first. Discover all those erogenous zones so that when you find a partner, you can give directions, you know, positively. Like, oh, my God, I love it when you do this. It right. feels amazing.
0: And you have to do it positively, people. We're talking oh, about the yeah, positive yeah, stuff. Yeah, That's yeah. what we talked about. Okay, we
2: have another question we can answer Here.
0: Okay. Time for this. Okay, hey, Emily, I have a question for you today. I'm a 23-year-old female, and I've recently gotten divorced with my husband. Long story short, we were not married that long, and I realized I made a mistake marrying him. Um, I was more interested in the idea of being married than I was interested in him. Our relationship, our whole relationship, I thought I was asexual because I was never interested in sex with him. I had never been with anyone before. Now that I'm single, I've recently met a man that I'm extremely sexually attracted to. Just talking about sex with him gets me turned on. Anyways, penis is a lot bigger and wider than anyone I had been with before. We both feel like I'm always too tight, Uh, to be able to last the whole time Um, I'm always too tight to be able to last the whole time even in the beginning we thought that he wasn't ever going to fit after we've had sex for 20 minutes or so my vagina gets so sensitive we have to stop we use a lot of lube but do you have any other suggested um, ways about how to get my vagina to last longer without getting too sensitive is it possible for vagina to be too tight thanks Emily any advice would be appreciated Big
2: penis. Wow. Well, you know what? Yeah. She needs the intensity. <laughs> no, really? because the inflation part of the intensity it gives this full feeling. You know, when it goes into the vagina, oh, and you, you can, can't even talk
0: about that, right? Yeah, you
2: can. You can make it as narrow or as big as you want. And I think that would really help. That's her. so true. The intensity has this
0: really cool function where you can um, in- inflate it, so it's. Mm. It, it's so, it places the plates in the right place so it can actually do your muscles for you, but then she could actually feel that fullness. Yeah. And it starts to, starts the blood flowing and help her, um, her body be able to adapt to his penis. That's right. a good
2: point. And it presses the internal, you know, root of the clitoris. Which is really exciting. Right. A lot Should of women be- just thought the clitoris was
0: just outside. I know, but there's 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 roots. Do you know that, Menace? It's not just a little button.
1: Yes, the I roots. Know this. Go
0: inside. he's learned this.
1: Yeah. The question is, uh, again, where do you where do you even pick up one of these things?
0: Oh, pourmoi.com, which P- means for me, for me in French, Right,
2: exactly. Oh.
0: pourmo dot um, that's the intensity I guess just the answer for everything um, but I think that she also you know she's using lube um, the vagina like is you know is a muscle so like any other muscle when you're feeling stressed or anxious she could be also be tightening it so she needs to do some relaxing and some breathing as well but I don't think like that she's in pain so um, you know make sure that he's you know providing you enough foreplay that you're really turned on before he, he's entering her and goes inside And um, I'm glad that you're using lube, but you have to reapply too. Just remember, people think they'll just put lube on and like that they're done, but you got to keep reapplying and reapplying. I just don't want her to have any pain either, like no, any tearing no. or anything. So, and
2: and he could go down on her and give her oral sex until she has an orgasm, right? And then penetrate her, right? Because she says she goes for twenty minutes and it
0: hurts. So maybe that's her max with him. Right. So maybe he some pleases women her. Don't
2: want to go for twenty. No, minutes. we don't even. Right? No, yeah. we're busy. I mean, men think that women want sex for an hour, but it's not true, is no, it, Emily? No, it's not true. Like at the beginning, maybe when you're some of them, you're like, "Who's got an hour?
0: Like, <laughs> I'd rather a good you know, five minutes, right? I go to Whole Foods." No. Nice, solid five minutes. <laughs> exactly. Menace <laughs> went up to five minutes last week, didn't yeah, you? I, yeah. I'm so proud of you. I
1: went from three to five. Big jump.
0: Oh, that's really good, Menace. Did you use <laughs> Um So, again, just take things slowly and um, don't overexert her poor vagina. I just think that women are so used to, like, suffering for it. We don't communicate it. And she's, like, trying to please him. And they got to work on this. Mm-hmm. dance together
1: yeah <laughs> and meanwhile, and her- <laughs> meanwhile all the women listening are like oh oh this penis too big i'm sorry you know i gotta tell they you have to deal with guys with small penises no
0: in 10 years of doing this i've received more emails about a large penis mm-hmm. than i have mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. small penis girl guys women are not obsessed with their penis like you are like they're not obsessed with size no, at all like no. I mean, sure they're size queens just like men who only want women with like really large breasts mm-hmm. so that's you know fine i was in a, I was on a podcast yesterday um greg Fitzsimmons. Mm -hmm. you know he's a comedian yeah podcast and it was funny because i was wearing a shirt that was kind of a see-through but had like a bra and he was talking about how he loves large breasted women he's like and he looks at me and goes i'm sorry and i was like oh i I didn't think i was that small." he's like what are you like 32 b B?" i'm like yeah he's like no it's fine no actually you're bigger than i thought like he felt like he insulted Uh me but the truth is it's like that he's like and then he was telling me his wife she's like 34 double d i'm like so you found so there's something for everyone it's the same thing think about your own sexual interests and don't mm-hmm. really worry about it, but women aren't going to care about your goddamn penis. Just know how to use it, right? Okay, Ava, so people can find you. Uh,
2: Loveology, can we talk about that for a second? Yes, Loveology University is my online university where I train love coaches all over the world. You teach people how to do what we're doing. Yeah, I, mean. I, yeah, I think everybody should know. The knowledge that we have, you know, on romance and love and relationships and sex, whether they use it as a career or whether they just use it for themselves. I think it's the most valuable knowledge I've I. I, I have to Everyone share. needs to
0: go to Loveology University. Yeah. Forget school and forget you know all the reading, writing stuff. Like well, before no. they get married, college they should is go. important. I know. I yes. feel like that every couple because like we're saying they don't know how to communicate. So there should be some kind of maybe this is the place that they all go and they can all learn how to communicate because it's going to happen. Like eventually, I know you're all thinking I'm having amazing sex now, but you know eventually. Eventually. You're going to just – well, just because like anything. Like, you're going to want to advance. You're going to yeah, want to change. and people can't read your mind. No. No. Men, women, we are not mind readers at all. And we think that we, you know, understand what everyone needs. So um, thank you, Ava. I'm so glad you've been here on the show. And you can check out all your information. We'll have this, these links on our website. But it's sexpert.com, at Dr. Ava Cadell on Twitter, and um, avacadell.com. So thank you. Thank you for having me, thank Emily. You. Great. And um, thank you, Menace.
1: Thank you. At Menace. At Menace on and Twitter Instagram. and Instagram and my dog Churro. My dog Churro on Instagram.
0: She, she's growing up. She's growing up. I know. She is. She. I call every yeah. dog
1: she and then is the most important place, though. That's where you find yeah. out.
0: Sexwithemily.com. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, it's all at sexwithemily. Oh, what? another thing
1: that we didn't mention is if there's any place that you listen to the podcast to review it, put a comment, give it a thumbs up a star or two or yeah. five whatever you want to do or whatever. uh if you can do just do that a little favor that we like that and
0: like when you've said that the people mm. do that actually i appreciate it because you already subscribed to it so just give us five stars
1: yeah i how mean how is that how, how however oh, you feel we're not the safe. other
0: thing i feel like yeah. there's something else i wanted to mention oh that we're going to be taking callers so mm. just follow you online yeah follow me online we'll tell you about that Sign up for my newsletter which is awesome and um if I do say so myself and um, we'll let you know thank you so much and um, thank you Madison producer Madison for a great show thank you Lori Um, thank you Menace and is Kevin still here
2: I don't know thank you everyone I love
0: everybody thank you Ava thanks everyone for listening was it good for you email me feedback at sexwithemily.com you know that I love my magic wand right Ava you can talk to me about this for a minute how do you feel about the magic wand (laughs) have you tried it I of course. Who, ha- who hasn't tried the magic wand? I feel like you become wand. a sexologist. They're like, here you go. That, we don't get a diploma. We get the magic wand. Oh, yes. Um. But the greatest you, gift. I know the greatest gift. And now it's unplugged. If you tried the unplugged rechargeable, it's pretty amazing. It's not in the wall anymore. It's been I freed know. from its cord. Um. It's a common belief that rechargeable toys can't be as powerful, but the rechargeable wand is every bit as strong as the original. Plus it also has a new smoother silicone head for brand new vibration patterns. Like you've never felt before. They're actually, they're really cool because a lot of toys now have different patterns, but these are like, I thought that I could just use it in one way. Let's just say that. And I've experienced multiple different kinds of orgasms with this and four levels of intensity um, to choose from. And I have tried them all and it's a little quieter. So you're not sacrificing anything by trying the new Magic Wand Rechargeable. You're not sacrificing pleasure or anything at all. And you might just have a few more orgasms. So it's a good time. Are you ready to go and plug? Check it out. MagicWandRechargeable.com And also Promescent. If you want to last longer in bed or you just want to have the sex and relationship that you deserve, uh, you got to check out Promescent. Because sometimes men just don't last as long they just don't women can take 20 to 40 minutes, 40 minutes orgasm men maybe four to six six to ten and if you try promescent you will last longer in bed it's the only actually fda approved treatment for premature ejaculation so check that out it's promescent.com p-r-o-m-e-s-c-e-n-t thanks for listening